Now, when it gets around to making the One Good Thing movie... Yeah. What What if, rather than write any jokes or character or content at all, we just spend the entire two fucking hours dropping into the most infamous movies that we've ever covered? What's going to okay. be included in that? Okay, well, this seems kind of irrelevant. I don't know why you brought this up, but um, I guess... <laughs> The Emoji Movie, obviously, the first time when there's like echoes of rhymy big clit limey or whatever. Then the 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 bit is that we did because we're brilliant because we're great men. And oh, yeah. um, or was it Big Cock? You see, it's just hard to keep I up with the I think it was jokes. Big Cock. I feel like Big Clit would have stuck in my head as being a particularly unpleasant bit of Anglo-Saxon. <laughs> True, and and that we're enough of that anyway, so we do try and avoid that. <laughs> That's why we went with words instead of faces. <laughs> That's um, why we opted for words. Instead of God our bless us. Unpleasant uh, Anglo-Saxon faces. Um, <laughs> obviously, that um, grown-ups too would just be, you know, the 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 viewer or whoever the protagonist is. I'm going to say Johnny Depp because that yeah. about fits. Um, would just be going over a ream of the list of jokes that we made. I say we. Yeah. And then Steel would be there as well. Steel would be there, and we would zip into Steel, and it would be a very rewarding encounter for all the fans of Steel. And that particular episode of The One Good Thing. It would be TV in space who tweeted at us to say they couldn't follow our plot recap. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, now I get it. <laughs> and then we're banished. You end up in certain women. <coughs> I end up banished to the terrible world of Lawnmower Man. <clears throat> and Conan the only Conan the Barbarian can save us. Yeah. But he's busy in the tourist hanging out with incredibly bland people. <clears throat> it's a beautiful and terrifying reality. Yeah. And it's one that we can make together. It's one that we can put into cinemas and have children watch. <laughs> and it just wouldn't be a problem, and some people would be fine with it. And every so often you just cut to Paul Blart more cop too, but nobody's there. Nobody nobody should have to deal with that. It's just him on his segue. <laughs> on a segue to nowhere. <laughs> I wonder where it'll take me next. Then you just pan out. You fade out on him. One Good Thing, the podcast that is hoping to be great without putting in too much work. Please. Fuck fundamentals. I'm Paul G. Rivum. I'm a LeBron locator. That's hard to say. <laughs> it's an awkward, poorly written line. Seven in the morning. And I appreciate your efforts. It is seven in the morning for all of us, for the whole world, whilst we're talking about this film. 7am is a spiritual state. It's a state of mind, you know. But it's also the time <laughs> that we had to record today so we didn't get interrupted by the builders over the road. God bless you, Australia. By the Australian workforce. Yes. God bless them and the entire nation of Australia. That, um... Yeah, it's responsible for the unique blend of energies. Um, we podcasted less than uh, 12 hours ago uh, for Patreon-related stuff, and mm. I also feel quite tired. Yeah. So, yeah, and it's a work day, which isn't usual for us either. So everything's going very well. Yeah. Welcome to the Space Jam. our sleepy ASMR episode of, this, of the podcast. Yeah. And it's all going to be very, very nice and comfortable. If you like nasal... <laughs> Then you're in the right place. Um, it is back to our seldom seen regular episodes, and we thought that we would try and mop up some of the worst regarded films of 2021. Yeah, because fuck us. Well, fuck us, you know. We got off too easy last year, clearly. Mm. We only watched White Chicks once. So, where better to start than the much maligned, much belated sequel to 1996's Space Jam? It's mm. Malcolm D. Lee's Space Jam, a new legacy. Yeah, not belated enough, some would say. They <laughs> could have at least waited until the entire audience had died <laughs> Out of decency Welcome to the space Welcome, King James I am the king of this domain This is the serververse What'd you do to my son? Where's Dom? The only way you're getting your son back is if you and I play a little basketball. Pete, send this clown to the rejects. Wait. There have been several attempts to capitalize on the bizarre success of the original Looney Tunes NBA crossover movie, including a direct sequel with Michael Jordan and a new villain played by Mel Brooks, but that fell through because jo Michael Jordan didn't want to do it. Good uh, guy. Okay. Solid good guy. man. Yeah, good man. A lot of respect. <laughs> 
<laughs> Sporting legend. Jordan for Prez. <laughs> uh, then there was Spy Jam starring Jackie Chan. Race Aww. Jam with American stock car driver Jeff Gordon. And a seemingly untitled movie with Tiger Woods. And a movie about uh, with Tony Hawk. Face Jam. Oh, okay. Face <laughs> Club Jam. Skate Jam. Ollie Jam. Yeah, marketing just went off the rails with that. <laughs> oh, that was a skate thing as well. <laughs> We've been here for 11 years. <laughs> Let us work on something else. Please. Please, <laughs> Warner Brothers. Of- you have so much property. Wait a minute. <laughs> I think I've got an idea. Lay dormant for about 11 years until this <laughs> fucking movie with NBA player LeBron James began development yeah. in 2014. With LeBron James in 2014. It took eight years. Well, we'll say six <laughs> because of COVID. Yeah. It took them six years <laughs> to, to craft come this. up with this. To, to amass the list of the properties Warner Brothers owned. <laughs> there were a few directors involved, including Justin Lin. Kobe Bryant wanted to direct it, but not be in it. Brian De Palma. Brian De Palma was involved and everyone agreed that that would be a terrible thing to do, including Brian De Palma, but he was still involved. Yeah. Uh, then they land on Terence Nance, but he leaves uh, because he and the studio and the producers had different takes on the creative vision for Space Jam 2. Mm. He wanted Which, to have a creative vision. Yeah, that's that's the issue. It sounds ridiculous <laughs> when you say it, but but then when you watch the movie, you go, yeah. No, no, that's... <laughs> oh, yeah. We needed one of those. Yeah. He was replaced by Lee. Uh, unfucking believably, Ryan Coogler then gets involved as producer and does rewrites of the script, the terrible script that is that is bad. Right. Also involved is Shaka King, the writer, producer, and director of Judas and the Black Messiah. That's Truly, interesting. This is a celebration of recent black cinema. I would I would say so, Paul. Um, <laughs> I just can't wait for uh, for that backlash, and we see no we see no more black people in cinema ever. <laughs> Thanks, Space Jam. <laughs> Thanks, Space Jam. Apparently, I, I haven't seen it, but I did read... There was a legacy um, part of the Wikipedia page, which obviously <laughs> drew the eye. Yeah. And looking at it, South Park, apparently, in their COVID special, there is such a thing, okay. um, attributed the downfall of Western society to the release of Space Jam 2. And uh, Trey Park came out and just said something like, it's the nadir of Western civilization. <laughs> in spite of some spiritual disagreements with South Park... Yeah. They still can't get beyond the right side of history now and then. Yeah, it it, it does happen. And um they're they're not Stop the clocks. they're not the only Stop people <laughs> Stopcocks, yeah. Um and, <laughs> and and start them again, folks, 'cause um 'cause we're we're on one today. <laughs> yes, they are not the only uh, critics or reviewers who have labelled this as either uh well, no. the worst thing to happen to cinema or a sign of even worse <laughs> things to come and i for indeed one, very excited indeed the film was received by critics like a nerdy son disgrace just absolute disgrace jesus richard brody in a haunting review for the new yorker says Ooh. the movie is full of jokes but it's almost bereft of humor oh, oh. get on a cushion yeah yeah, embroider that if you tell a, if you tell a joke in a doctor's waiting room <laughs> and there's no one with ears <laughs> to hear it. Does anyone politely titter at you? Yeah. Can politeness exist in a vacuum? Not according to this film. Public, meanwhile. Well, it's a film that's been made, so the Google reviews are exclusively yeah. five or one star reviews. With all the fives. They're just, they're just so just so supportive of, of people's artistic endeavours, aren't they? <laughs> everybody the everybody it's it's almost like it's almost like everybody feels very extremely about things, um, on the Google. And I for mm. one think that it can only mean progress. One of the five scores came from Hassan Zafar, who says, The movie was just splendid and fantastic. The film is totally deprived of all bad qualities any film can have, and it was perfectly executed. The main plot is great and funny. Oh, Oh, yes, very funny. Oh, okay. The The movie had me laughing the whole time. The plot is very funny. It's hysterical. LeBron James' child gets kidnapped by Don (laughs) Cheadle, and he has to play basketball to save him. (laughs) You're going to have to stop there, mate, because I only brought a hundred laughs today. I have soiled myself and you, and I feel like at this stage we should stop talking about Space Jam 2. The climax was brilliant and kind of changed the movie, if that's how I should put it. Mm, okay. <laughs> uh, you Feel free. <laughs> you go for it. You are no longer my son. <laughs> yeah, I've disowned you, so you may do whatever comes to mind. Uh, Fred Tatashore oh. voiced Taz. And was additional voices in Planes and the Emoji Movie. Very boring three minutes. Oh, great. Well, bring in a bag. Play play in slow motion. I'm not even doing a jingle for this one. (laughs) This is how underwhelming it is. (laughs) Sounds a shit, mate. (laughs) 
The film has 4.4 on IMDb, 25% on Rotten Tomatoes, and made only slightly more than its production budget. And so, given this film's ridiculous marketing campaign, probably lost a boatload for... Oh, Warner Brothers! They made this one. Oh. I was wondering, because I I was thinking, oh, is it like... It's an indie piece or something we've got. I was sat there thinking, this is the weirdest uh, Disney movie ever made. Yeah. They're being so supportive. That's great. It, supportive to just just like crazy direction. It doesn't <laughs> even like like I, I was, it's a good thing it was made by Disney, because if Warner Brothers made this, it would just be really egomaniacal. <laughs> it would be self-aggrandizing bullshit. But yeah. no, Disney were like, do you know what? We've actually got two... Now that Ike Perlmutter, actual Nazi who used to run this studio for decades, is gone. Or at least... No, it's just Marvel, I think. I don't think he was involved in it. Anyway, he was a horrible man. Okay. Uh, now that he's gone, we've decided we have too much money and we want to give the little guy a chance. The yeah. little guy being our nearest competition. Yeah. Who is, by comparison, fucking tiny, but nevertheless. Turn to Warner Brothers and Christopher Nolan's just standing above it holding their lunch money. <laughs> Christopher Nolan fucked off and I'm very glad that throughout yeah. this... Christopher Nolan is off. And yeah. he recently said in an interview that it was M. Night Shyamalan who talked him into uh, joining Universal. Really? Thanks, Shyamalan. I just I, I just want to see the conversations they have. <laughs> and that's uh, what led to the uh, most of my creative decisions during Inception. Wow, that's great. You know, when I made science... You know, oh, is that the time? Um, <laughs> I've got to go off. I'm going to shit myself. <laughs> it's I was planning an, on doing so at eight o'clock. It's, it's a new medical problem, and I'm sharing this with you. Um, my best friend, M. Night Shyamalan. But does that does that mean that all the iconic um, Christopher Nolan verse characters like <laughs> Merv and yeah. uh, Michael yes. Caine would have just just Warner <laughs> the Brothers property? Michael Caine, so they could have just had Michael Caine in there. The yes, they are, yeah. and there's a couple of Nolan verse uh, properties on show in this film. But we'll get to that oh, as we there? watch oh, the plot synopsis film so paul you goon squad um but 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 yes <laughs> that's one thing about i say i say it's space jam a new legacy <laughs> that made you game of thrones oh, <laughs> oh. well paul <laughs> it's it's the use in the uh prologue Ooh. if i could so call it which i can't of of that that smash hit game boy game paul bugs bunny <laughs> bugs bunny land yes Yes, you LeBron know. James is at a basketball game and is given a Game Boy, original Game Boy. By a friend who trusts him. By a, a friend who trusts him not to take it and throw it into a bin. A bin, yeah. Um, and somehow he is not immediately playing Pokemon Red or Mario. Despite that being all that was on offer to kids at that point. Um, that or, <laughs> or, or a bunch of fives. Uh, yeah. But he's, he's playing the good Bugs Bunny Game Boy game. And, um, yeah. and his coach is like, LeBron... <laughs> playing that at home at your own daddy's funeral that's fine but not at my basketball game yeah well because you're the star fuck gaming you've got to basketball your way out of you, you've got to basketball your family's way out of um poverty son yeah are you you're ready that, for that you're that only not really hope. this is a lot of responsibility <laughs> do it you prick get out there so he does yeah. he does do that he doesn't he misses um <laughs> he, he misses the final shot he misses the final dunk oh shit um well then he throws the game boy away so now He's going to make every yeah. dunk. Yeah, he, he throws his friend's Game Boy in the bin, and now he's famous. Yeah, he becomes LeBron James, and he has his own kids. What kind of kids? Dom, what was that? An open shot. And if you're going to be out here, it's about giving everything that you got, and not whatever that was. What's your fundamentals? We having fun. Everything in between these four lines is work. I saw Waves, <laughs> and I really liked the dad character. Left yeah. just before halfway through the film. So... Yeah, but I it's, it's a, it worked out great for him. Well, he's got trouble though because one of his kids is only interested in video games and is so intellectually crippled by his basketball-focused fa- upbringing that he is unable even to make a game about anything other than basketball. It's the only the only thing is he calls it he names it after himself, so it's <laughs> it's Domball. Um, it is Domball, but yeah. like he's so having LeBron James as a father as a basketball dad has yeah. left him so basketball internalized that he can only make sense of his world through the context of basketball now as can as can all of us and you know that's that's <laughs> my problem that's your problem and um, we can't always go blaming this on LeBron James but his son can what happened son well i met a girl and i i i've passed her my heart mm. and she missed the dunk she alley-ooped it into no. my butt Damn it. I wish I, I could read. I feel like there's really good territory here to stretch our legs into if either one of us knew anything about fucking basketball. Oh, LeBron has an, has an opportunity to score a three point, an emotional three pointer, Paul. Um, uh oh. But, uh, but he doesn't because he he's the worst it. dad. Yeah. Um, yeah. In terms of the worst dad 
uh, from downtown shot. It's nothing but net. <laughs> to dad town. There we go. Yeah. Well, it's time to meet our villain, Ali Gori, who um, <laughs> wants to use LeBron to sell Batman, Game of Thrones, and Harry Potter. Finally, those things are going to make some fucking money around here. Thanks, LeBron. Thanks, LeBron. Kids, ask your parents about Game of Thrones. Yeah. I've searched far and wide for the perfect partner for this launch. And I finally found him. LeBron James. Pete, he's a family man, an entrepreneur, a social media superstar with millions of fans worldwide. Algorithmically speaking, he's more than an athlete. He's a king. I know I'm just an algorithm, Pete. No one knows who I am or what I do. But that all changes today. Because today, Warner Brothers launches the revolutionary technology that I masterminded. And uh, Ali Gori is played by Don Cheadle. Um, he's oh, al- yeah, yeah. also known as Algy Rhythm, which is great. And um, uh, yeah, yeah, he's he, he's definitely the villain, coded as the villain. And his idea is to um, use LeBron uh, interchangeably between all the Warner Brothers products. Yes. And LeBron says, no, this is a terrible idea. And he looks he looks at people <laughs> who think bad. this is a good idea as though they are absolute fools, just stone cold fools. You absolutely shouldn't proceed with this terrible crossover idea under yeah. any circumstances. Never, never, never. <laughs> I can't express this enough. So now we've established that Don Cheadle's the villain for that. <laughs> I can't express it enough here in this screenplay that you should not do this. Yeah. Also, LeBron James showed up and they had already pasted LeBron James into various properties. Imagine being headhunted and they've made a fucking 3D animation of you doing the job. Huh? Yeah. Can't you see? I mean... Can't you see yourself doing that? It's just you at a photocopier. <laughs> How much does this cost you? A lot. A hundred billion dollars. <laughs> okay, like, we're, we're done after this. Yeah, we're fucking yeah. done. Do you want to say yes? It doesn't really matter. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he says no, and he storms off with his son, and they find a big room full of graphics cards. <gasps> a Bitcoin yeah. mine. <laughs> ah. Quick, we've got to get out before it literally melts. And <laughs> before it melts destroys the, entire the continent. World. But no, they're trapped in the internet or something. They are. They get trapped in the internet. And uh, Cheadle shows up to do his best Electro impersonation and then um, sends them out yeah. into the Warner Brother archives. I guess so. He dumps off LeBron to, to Toon World. Yes, he's like, okay, I want you. I want to play a ba- game of basketball with you. And if I win, then you have to do that terrible idea you just turned down. I don't want to do that. All right. Well, you go change your mind by hanging out with the only characters who can defeat me. Why? <laughs> shut up. You shut, shut up. up. That's why. Shut your beautiful mouth. I'm also slightly reminiscent of Michael Sheen from Tron. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I also um, sometimes cause people to recall Michael Sheen from Tron, and that's why people don't like me very much. Ah, <laughs> oh, there's understandable. some very tedious cartoon stuff. And then the movie ends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Paul, I made, I, made, I made so many great notes. He meets bugs. What's up, Doc? <laughs> uh, you missed your cue. Oh, rabbit season. All right, now say, I'm hunting rabbits. They're trying to chase me. Well, it turns out it's just bugs because Algae Rhythm has convinced the Looney Tunes that they could make more money, I guess. Something. What do Looney Tunes need? Orgy toy tokens? <laughs> more butt plugs? More butt plugs? Orgy tokens. By appearing in other Warner Brothers properties. How would they be more, how would that be? Anyway, they both fly around together and recruit the Looney Tunes from Metropolis with Superman, Mad yeah. Max Fury Road, Austin Powers, Austin Powers, Casablanca, yeah. kids? <laughs> Casablanca, remember, remember that, that kids? kids? Rick and Morty, look forward to that kids. Yeah. Game of Thrones, kids, yeah. and the Matrix. And yeah. uh, nah. don't worry about either of those kids. Yeah. Now he has a whole team. Yeah. Wait, who the fuck is that red guy? Um, he. There's a big hairy red guy. I think he's Animal from the Muppets. <laughs> no, I. <laughs> I, 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 I have, we I have get seen the right him in him. other... <laughs> so we made Banimal. <laughs> Banimal um, from the Buppets. <laughs> no, I have seen him before, but I couldn't tell you who he is, what his story is, God. or what his purpose is. <laughs> i tell you what. Yeah. We're one character short, though. We still have to get oh, the new, the newly desexualized cartoon bunny, Lola. Boo! <laughs> Woke culture. I want a fuckable cartoon rabbit. I mean, I still would. Still would. Still Stop. would. Come on now. Come on, folks. Come She's on. hot. There's, She's there's... 88 years old. <laughs> oh, God. But I tell you what, Lola has her own stuff going on with Wonder Woman's Amazons. She's doing a yeah. trial to become a Wonder Woman. Yeah. But what's that? A child is in trouble? Well, that's my womanly duty. Yeah. That's my agency. But at least she's not sexy anymore. Yeah, that's true. Phew. And she still gets... <laughs> Todd Phillips was right. 
and she still gets um <laughs> she still gets um, right. the title of Amazonia anyway because you know a, a, a matriarchal culture is is barren and cynical anyway on to the rest of the movie <laughs> it's bereft of meaning what's the trial here for then mm, it's it's a double test it's a double test you passed the double test I'm going to go back to a place where men are freely allowed to duel each other with their erect penises for supremacy. Yeah. So back to Don Cheadle. And that's what, happen- yeah, yeah. that's what happens here. Oh, no, though. Don Cheadle has corrupted the son. And it's, yeah. he's going to go up against his dad now because of toxic masculinity. Damn hubris. Yeah. Well, Urgh. I mean, speaking of Warner Brothers content, Paul, he <laughs> was watching season, was it season seven of Game of Thrones and Peter Baelish's wonderful <laughs> plan to drive the, the sis- to push the sisters apart. And um, he didn't finish. He didn't bother watching the end of the season. (laughs) It's bound to Uh, work. So he's like, well, why why should I fight my dad? Oh, because he's a he's a dumb butt. And he said you couldn't even do a slam dunk if you wanted to, which you can't. All he wants you to do is be like him. So we're going to beat him at baseball. (laughs) Tell us what you wanted me to do. Yeah, well, (laughs) we're going to do it better. Why baseball? We we literally have the first scene of the Looney Tunes interacting with each other at this point. I think we're about an yeah. hour in, as they yeah. practice the beep, as they practice the ball. Yeah, and um, kids film song number seven plays. <laughs> Let's try that again, shall we? One, two, three, and then... oh! Let's go back where you. He's learning that basketball should be fun. Should should movies also be that? One thing at a time, mate. <laughs> Oh, shit, Bugs just did an MC Hammer reference. Hashtag random. Ooh, that's some fancy footwork, Doc. Let me try. Oh, my God. Google Translate that for me, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh, All God. the Looney Tunes get turned into CG by Don Cheadle. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Bugs is very menacing now. Yeah. Ah, looks pretty, he actually ah, looks pretty cool. Looks pretty frightening when he smiles and his mouth is wider than any head should be. <laughs> There's a nightmare That's, vision of I mean, the future. Talk about loony. Oh, talk about uh, footsore. So <laughs> it's at this stage the game is going to begin. So yeah. um, oh, there's the mask. Yeah. Do you remember, hey, kids, the mask. The the game begins and King Kong, the Iron Giant, Gremlins, the Flintstones, the Jetsons, the Wacky Racers, Top Cat, mm-hmm. the Powerpuff Girls, mm-hmm. Scooby Doo, Yogi Bear, the Animaniacs, mm-hmm. the cast of Harry Potter, some knights mm-hmm. from something, some pirates from something else, mm-hmm. Arnie's Mister Freeze, Devito's Penguin, Burgess Meredith's Penguin, various mm-hmm. Joker's Batman and Catwoman, the Immortals from Three Hundred, the Night mm-hmm. King with rights, Tony fucking Soprano, the Thundercats, <laughs> some Men in Black, Robocop, Pennywise the Dancing Clown, yeah. the Mask, the Wicked Witch and her monkeys, Alex DeLarge and his noted rapists mm-hmm. and i guess yeah. some real people from the real world come to watch yeah i guess so you gotta assume jk rowling's in there as well just just yelling <laughs> poison <laughs> just, just absolutely hating all of the um gender defiance that's going yeah. on on the uh on the pitch also lebron james's family is here but it's hard to get excited because it's their first and definitely last film yeah <laughs> but yeah Oh, and for the enemy team, a bunch of presumably famous basketball players are reimagined as mythical beasts and superheroes. Yeah, and... There, there we go. The ones that helped his kids, because um, LeBron yeah. James's kid um, do, does have Jesus technology on his phone, where oh, he yeah. scans them and turns them into video game characters. He created, that's right, because he created the game that they're playing using his nerd skills, mm. um, and they're not going to play basketball, they're going to play yeah. d- d- ball, or yeah. whatever it's called. They, yeah, they're going to play some deep. They're going to play some D-ball outside of school. And uh, <laughs> fuck yeah! I know why Will Smith was really sent to Bel Air. <laughs> it's because of the D ball. So LeBron James tries to appeal to his son. Son, everyone in here is going to get trapped in here forever if your team wins. You're always saying that. <laughs> why can't you be supportive? And the, that is the problem. He was the dad who cried. Everyone's going to get trapped in here if you win. And um, <laughs> and it was always an idle threat until now. <laughs> now the How son ironic. doesn't know what to believe. He has no frame of reference, and that's yeah. that's really bit LeBron James in the ass. <laughs> If only he hadn't ever sh- only showed him Warner Brothers content. <laughs> just showed him Adventure Time once. Oh boy, is Iron Man here? No. No. No, no, no. <laughs> no, that's no sweetie. But uh we've got we've got Alex DeLarge. <laughs> Hello there, my droogs. Um I don't think I like Alex DeLarge as much as Iron Man. But LeBron James is very distraught now, so he goes to his wife and says, Wife, I don't know what to do. You've got to win the game. Okay. <laughs> What did he say, Ron? He thinks Algie is his friend. I don't know what else to do. You gotta win this game and get our son back. Okay. Yeah, great. And um, 
now and and now Paul. Oh, there are also two commentators from things that I don't know. Nope, I didn't recognize either of them, but I got the impression nope. they're meant to be a big deal. So welcome, welcome to the fiasco. <laughs> Little Ralph, man, what are you doing here? Wait, Ernie Johnson, this is crazy. Look, I was on my phone, right? And I was getting on the elevator. Wait a minute, did I fall down the elevator shaft? Ernie, are we dead? Is this what heaven looks like? No, it looks like we're in some kind of computer-generated basketball game. Do you like Hannibal Burris? Well, we couldn't afford him. So <laughs> He's a guy with similar glasses. Guy. The game happens for the most part. It occurs to them to field their player who can move extremely fast, just as the other team field a player who can literally slow down time. Yes. So that's very good and, timing. And then they sub him off because you don't want to use him too much. Otherwise, they'll get wise to your tactics. They use will. an unstoppable, unbeatable <laughs> machine pool. Should we use the universe that has something that could be classified as a superpower? Nah, no. just yeah. Michael B. Jordan shows up in the halftime. Oh, halftime comes and they're losing pretty badly. Yeah. Oh, they're losing because LeBron Paul, he's all about the fundamentals. He's oh, all about playing, playing basketball. And not D-ball. And, um, and, yeah, and not D-ball and not loony ball or whatever it's called. Whatever the fuck. And, and, and everyone's like, do you not see where we are? We're in a, an actual cartoon world yeah. full of Warner Brothers properties. <laughs> we can't play extremely boring basketball. Jesus, it must be the worst sport of all time, according to this movie. Yeah. Michael B. Jordan shows up, which upsets me. Get out of here. Drive Ryan Coogler home whilst you're here. <laughs> whilst he's crying. Not right. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I wanted to stay. Well, no. Well, that made me realise, Paul, that it's one of those things that reminds me that actors are actors. Uh, yeah, they don't they don't necessarily have my values just because they're in a film that parrots them. Okay. Well, anyway. Well, this is a valuable lesson that Warner that uh, Warner that Warner Brothers and New Legacy that, has taught us all. That Daddy Warner has has taught us all. <laughs> but look, you're right. His problem is he's trying to get the Looney Tunes to play b-ball. His way is trying to get them to play b-ball. His way, instead of being themselves. Yeah. Oh, shit. A relatively elegant metaphor for the relationship he has with his son. Yeah. Which also makes sense as a practical way of beating the villains. A modicum of thought. Wow. Anyway, Porky Pig, ah! Porky Pig does a rap battle. Oh, I love it. What up? It's Porky Pig. They call me P double L G step to me. He don't want no trouble. Yeah. I was famous before the internet. Since 1935, I've been getting respect. This pig is lit. I'm super legit. Every time I'm out in public, people asking me for pics. You, nobody knows you when you walk the street. How your last name, rhythm, and you're still off beat. From off beginning beat. to the end, I'm here for all the smoke. Your squad ain't all star. Your squad is all jokes. All and jokes. just with one bar, most famous of all quotes. This battle is now over. The that, that's all, folks. And that's very cool. And the old lady says oh. um, some very cool things that old ladies don't say. And she does a Matrix reference. She says motherfuckers. She does. Is, um, she says, I'm going to cap yeah. that motherfucker in the in the vag, she says. And everyone's like, you're really perpetuating some negative stereotypes about old women here. He's like, shut your fucking head. <laughs> she clips everyone around the ear and then she does some gym catter to <laughs> defeat Cronus. Yes, they they do do that. They they basically, they come back to the second half and remember that they can literally bend reality to their will. So they do that for a bit. Until Don Cheadle turns into a CGI f- uh, freak mess. And ah, uh, Well, that only happens because LeBron James has learned his lesson for the second time, actually, he did learn it earlier in the prologue um, uh, and he wins over his son mm. and the, now the final showdown can happen but yeah Don Cheadle he started cheating well, I guess this is all pointless then because it's all based on his word and if he's not going to honour his end of the bargain then mm. literally no point in playing any further yeah. oh we're still trying to win okay yeah. sure and then they win and then he does honour it <laughs> so yeah it's fine they win the game Algae gets turned into a poster for some reason, Bugs dies, and everyone goes home. Oh, posterized, Paul, because it's a video game. Oh, that's one of those Fortnite words that they use. Yeah. Um, yeah, LeBron James learned that video games are at least as good as physical exercise, and he takes his worthless kid to a fair to begin yeah. a long and secure job as a games designer. Yeah, but they're, but they're going uh, on the way to the camp, and the boy fully believes oh, yeah. that this is basketball camp, which <laughs> does... Has he done so little research that he doesn't know where either of the camps are, or does <laughs> Look, he, or, or are they both being held in the same building? Are they just happening at either sides of a swimming pool? As soon as I am fucking, uh, I like that idea. But as soon as I am like someone is leading me to something, my brain entirely switches off. This could you just trust that person. This is why I could be that woman from the Howling Two last week. It's just here, follow me to the hotel. Oh, the one over there, sure. And then twenty minutes later, you're leading me over rough country, <laughs> and I'm just still thinking about Batman. <laughs> and other great Warner Brothers products. You know what? I feel like the LeBron James in this situation. 
You're a dull boy, Billy. And um, that was his line. Oh. Uh, that was LeBron. Oh, wow. Bugs is back. Yeah. Ow. You don't care. Yeah, you're right. The end. <laughs> and, a, and a hush descends. <laughs> a hush falls over the crowd and a single tear rolls down the cinema screen. Nobody knows how that happened. No. But um, there, there's word that the uh, original Oscar Odeon is now out of his grave and seeking blood. And that's bad news at this time. We didn't need that. No, we didn't need that. But that's the reality that you've um, that you've created. I just scrolled down to my uh, (laughs) my my overall thought, and I just I just (laughs) I I saw the note Steve Jobs. There was a Steve Jobs reference in there as well. There is a Steve Jobs reference. You'll be hearing more about that in the quickfire. Oh, excellent. Um, (laughs) Paul, Paul, to to sum up what I think, um, I I just I can see the other line here: William Shatner impression. Um, that was one for the kids. <laughs> yes, that was a there was a plot point somewhere in there that was just like, "Hey, kids, William Shatner, am I right?" Yeah, the jokes that they had for the dads, Paul. Oh, I love they, those dads. They're not getting a sexy cartoon rabbit out of this, so they need. Something. They need something, and uh, a William Shatner impression, Paul. Ooh, boy, no one's ever done that before. And um, <laughs> and, and my last two comments is is pretty much just the film, isn't it? I mean, it's just hey, Harry Potter. Uh Hey. Uh the Joker. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Remember that? Superman whoa, whoa. is uh, Warner Brothers 2. And ooh, what else What else can I tell you? The mask? Yeah. Basketball? Soon to be a Warner Brothers. <sighs> so what'd you make of it? I, I thought I just told you. <laughs> the, the, this is... This is this is insane. This is a this is an insane film. It really is. Like, like it, it really, it really should be seen to be believed because <laughs> I, I don't know how something so cynical and so egomaniacal yeah. and so without merit mm. made it to production. It's like walking through the M M&M and M shop in Leicester Square. In as much as I genuinely don't. Like gen- with with commercialism in general, yeah, I kind of get where most of it's coming from. Like, yes, the powers that be are selling us trash and making us spend our hard-earned money on it, mm. and I I buy a fair amount of that trash and consume it because mm. they've designed it to be nice and make you feel good yeah. for a brief period, um, to make you not realize how much of your money you're pouring into it and how you're pouring your life hours into earning said money. Mm. But the M M&M and M shop is so fucking weird. That I just yeah. do not understand it as an as a thing that consistently pulls crowds, and that's mm. Space Jam the movie. It's confectionery yeah. being marketed yeah. as epic entertainment, and it's very odd. It's it's so weird that a, a studio could be so brazen about it. <laughs> yeah, that they, that, they, that they could that they felt that they could get away with this. Surely there was somebody who, like, <laughs> yes, who who loves money and was involved in making this movie, but also went well. We could make money in a better way by actually doing more of a story that was dependent on the characters and and and, and this this unique situation, yeah. Rather than just the the marketing camp, this is like a marketing campaign for kids, like for stu- particularly stupid kids. <laughs> Look, like, it has to culminate, right? Because none of this is new. This intertextuality, this meta awareness, it's all been building up for quite a long time now. And what is, you know, this is like, this is like, what if the last part of Avengers Endgame, where all the heroes show up, was the entire Mm. movie, and there's literally nothing before them, including their own movies or any other movies. It is just a scene of the heroes coming out of portals, which everybody liked, just Mm. as a movie for two hours. It's... But what, the excess that surely has to precede a fall. Just what insane man would see the end of the Avengers and be like, oh, that's that's what people like. People walking out of portals without realising that you it's need... It's the bit that everybody cheers at. You know, they just don't understand why. They think that's enough. Thing that people recognise, people cheer. One kid loves the Speedo guy. Yeah, but it just... Are yeah. you that disconnected from reality? Are you that far removed <laughs> that you think that the people are cheering oh. because it's just... It's just people. It's just people they recognise. There's, there are. I don't need to tell you, and I don't need to tell our listeners the reason why people are cheering mm. to, for seeing all their favourite heroes at the end of Avengers Endgame. It's, yeah. it's seeing that and going, oh, that'll apply to 
80 years of Warner Brothers anything. content in a kids movie. Yeah, anything that people vaguely have heard of. Yeah. I mean, that is the, that is my issue with The Mandalorian, isn't it? And and and, you're, and the, the bit of Boba Fett that you saw. With everything. It's intertextuality in general. There's mm. a very good Nerdwriter video that was made about six years ago okay. now that talked about how intertextuality has become the new Hollywood currency. Okay. And it talks about it in the context of 2015 mm. movies like um, The Force Awakens and uh, Jurassic World, mm. all of which... You know, some of which are doing it better than, you know, others, but all of which is trying to substitute genu- substitute genuinely earned emotional moments with the audience by simply fitting in symbols and coders that mm. re- remind the audience of other experiences yeah. that somebody else has already invested in, you know, yeah. making come to happen. So, yeah, it's, it's, this, it's this horrible... It's just, I don't know, it's, it's, it's like, it's not as inexplicable to me. This mm. to me is just like, if you had a guilty pleasure of mm. when you eat a steak, having the bit of fat that's on the outside, and somebody's released new fat steaks, <clears throat> there's no meat in them now. It's just fat. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the rind now. And it's, it's horrifying. Yeah. But I can't deny that I've somehow been complicit in it <laughs> in some way, well... in cultivating this kind of warm feeling towards nostalgia that has just now surely with space jam reached a tipping point it this, can, yeah. this can't go on no but the th- the thing is I, th- I feel like after watching uh spider-man no way home there's a cameo in there from yes. another marvel property that's the fucking thing i was thinking okay of. which which <laughs> it's textual references okay. which which i enjoy and I think he's done well mm. because yes, there is an element of oh, it's it's him, <laughs> remember yes. him. But it also yeah colours the world for me, and I, and I and I and I, yeah. and I find me I, I went oh, I wish they were in this more, but they're not. It was it was just a adding a layer to to the city, and I and I appreciated that because yeah. it, again they have the justification for doing it because of the groundwork, and it and it feels like yeah. just just like people creating blank verse. You know the uh, DC verse, the yes. monsterverse, or, or yeah, the fucking all part of the same problem. Verse. It's the same problem of just that was those extended universes were attempts to build um, mm. intertextual, you know, realities out of pre-existing uh, or, or like manufacturing them. So we're gonna mm. release a movie, then another movie, then another movie, and now you'll have to see this movie in order to make sense of the next movie, which mm. is what Marvel has very quietly sort of done over the past uh, yeah. twenty-two years or so. Yes. 24, good lord. Jeez. 14, Jesus, no, it's not that bad. Um, <laughs> 48 years. 48 but, million years. But it's, um, but it's seeing that yeah. and, and extrapolating that to to the point where you, it, it's not the content or, or mm. uh, well, yeah, it's not the content that is the important thing. It's the fact mm. that you've made the movies. It's, it's yeah. box ticking. It's like the British, it's like the Western education systems. Mm. It's just... <laughs> We need we need to hit these markers. Have you made the films? Yes. Yeah. Do you have the characters and the toys? Yes. Okay, then you can make the big, um, yeah. the big um, ad hoc verse movie. Yeah. Uh, scene missing equals success. Yeah. It's incredibly tone deaf spiritually mm. and and emotionally. Yeah. And this is this is the exact same thing. And it's just I like I see where it's come from and I see how it got out of control. Yeah. But as a human being that has emotions and and has that little thing saying oh. Maybe don't do this. This is a waste of time or a bad idea. Yeah. Uh, sometimes, like I don't understand how a group of people who want, who love money so much that they put a lot of effort into getting more and more money, would not go. Oh, would this be a bad idea? Would this not yeah. make make us more money in the well, long run? It just doesn't make any sense to me as a human. No, because there is no love or insight into what into any of what is being portrayed here. There is no evidence of even basic understanding of what made any of this actually connect with people at any stage. And most egregiously, yeah. the NBA and Looney Tunes suck in this. Yeah. Neither of yeah. them are portrayed in any way an interesting or exciting way. The NBA no. players in particular get one scene of them before they get turned into ridiculous monsters. And then, you know, I don't know if it's original NBA yeah. people voicing them. I actually don't remember them saying yeah. anything in this one. It's, yeah. oh, it's just, it's, it's very bad. It's really not funny. It's very yeah. cynical. It's entirely uninterested in telling a story. It's very, yeah. there's a very perfunctory and genetic, uh, generic, sorry, message in there mm. about let your kids be yeah. themselves. The story of every family yeah. movie that's ever fucking existed in some way or another. Yes. And it's, yes. it's just, it's, 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 it is very irritating and it does lead into this intertextual thing. And yes, to some, Spider-Man No Way Home does do this quite a bit um, in mm. a way that, yeah, mostly worked for me. There are some occasions where I did 
Because what I find with this kind of reference is that it is kind of like counterfeit money, but it's also very Moorish. You know, you mm. get that little buzz of, oh, it's him from that show. And it's like, okay, yeah. well, I've gotten used to that now. Where's the next one? What's the next thing? Yeah. Who's this character? Are they from something? Or oh, they're not. They're original. Mm. Oh. Oh. Yeah. That sucks. Well, so it, it just, it gets me in the wrong headspace. And it's then, you know, subsequent okay. viewings where I sort of come around to the, and it's, it's just, it just depresses me a little bit in general now. Mm. Maybe I've just overindulged in this in the past I 10 years and now I just want new stuff. Yeah. I mean, I don't really think about it if, if the film around it has mm. emotional strength and, yeah. and has what draws, what you know, something to draw me in on its own merits. Yes, which No Way Home it's, certainly it's the, did. Um, yeah. It's it's the the meritless mm. the meritless stuff where like that like the the um remember that is just the main thrust yeah, yeah exactly it just becomes the entire thing and it's just completely hollow. One yeah. point of interest though is that I I haven't seen Space Jam since I was a child. Oh okay. I am old enough to remember mm. that this thing was fucking everywhere. The marketing mm. for Space Jam 1996 was ridiculous. I remember mm. it more as a product than as a movie. Yeah. I have very few memories of actually watching it. I, I didn't see it in the mm, cinema, okay. but it was on VHS a lot. So I think I had it on VHS, in fact. No doubt. So, I think I saw it at the cinema. Oh, wow. So after <laughs> finishing Space Jam and New Legacy at 12.30 last night, with mm. notes that I thought I had to finish and an alarm call just nine <laughs> sweet hours away, uh-huh. I decided to watch the opening of Space Jam. Uh, uh, because okay. I remembered the first scene being really good. It's, my, it's little Michael Jordan playing uh, B-ball, B-ball, yeah. with... Um, with his dad, and his dad is like, yeah. what are you going to do when you grow up, son? And I believe I can fly his plane. Yeah. <laughs> it's very good. It's emotional, it's nostalgic, and it feels very hokey, but there's an element of authenticity there. Sincerity there. Uh, yeah. So I watched the rest of it. Okay. And it's not great. Yeah. It's the thing. It has some very similar problems to this film, minus the grotesque and relentless intertextuality, mm. which is all but missing in this. It's just, you know, sly little Looney Tunes reference and little NBA references. But it has the most obnoxious cinematography that I thought was invented and perfected by Adam Sandler's bunch 20 years later. Mm. We are right up in people's faces at all uh, times in this okay, movie. Great. It's 90% of your time, you're just right here with Wayne Knight. And it's... Yeah, and it has an overactive comedic score, a shortage of mm-hmm. laughs, and is definitely a product first. Also, yep. Lola Bunny is fucking weird oh, okay. at this stage. It's very weird when this Ooh. rabbit walks in and the camera wants you to fuck it. Oh, God. It's... Yeah, they really wanted people to get into this cartoon, literally. So, <laughs> But it got to the cartoon world mm. in six minutes versus okay. this movie's 25. Fuck this. I mean, this movie's two hours long, Paul. This movie's two hours long. Space Jam 96 is 90, 90 minutes. 90 minutes. Yeah. This, uh, Space Jam 96 made me laugh within 15 minutes. And then 15 yeah. minutes after that, Bill fucking Murray shows up and yeah. is 100% funnier than anything else around him. Yeah. Just naturally. I feel like they could let him improvise. The cartoons feel like the actual cartoons, in particular Daffy Duck, who just acts like Daffy Duck. And it seems yeah. ridiculous that I'm saying that, but <laughs> yeah. watch a new legacy. <laughs> Yeah. Like, it's Daffy Duck. It's not hard to get that personality right. Oh, Christ. Also, the sequence where the famous basketball men in the original movie yeah. try to cope with losing their talent is really funny. Okay. Like, they do lots of stuff. They go to the hospital, they go to acupuncture, therapy, a priest, uh, okay. a seance, and they're, like, trying to fix themselves. And it's very good, and the basketball guys each get a chance to shine. Um, okay. N- nothing like that here. No. And it's also just a bit more charming. Like, the hand-drawn animation and the 90s stylings, including the music, just resulted in a nicer sort of feel. Yeah, the hand-drawn animation is was a huge thing that I... You know, whose absence I felt in uh, Space Jam and mm. New Legacy. The, the well, computer... What's horrible is, I think it is hand animation in some parts of New Legacy. It just doesn't feel like it, because everything's got that douche shield, uh, sheen on it. Yeah, it looks like computer animation. Not the CGI stuff, yeah. but the... It, it looks like... Yeah, um, yeah the sort of shitty tail end of the Disney hand, like hand, uh, computer well, it's like, animated stuff. It's like stuff. The Simpsons now. Yeah. You know, yeah. nothing has that nice sort of artist's version, the sort of flexible reality of um, hand-drawn animation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll say this. Mm. One thing that New Legacy has over original Space Jam, mm. it's going it's to be controversial, Okay. but I actually think LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan. Okay. Both, both very stiff and very awkward, but I feel like James commits in a way that Michael Jordan did not. Uh, okay. 
Michael Jordan, you constantly get the impression that his limo is waiting outside for the day of filming to end. Okay. LeBron James actually felt present in this. His voice acting was not great, in particular whenever he had to do, like, he would slam up against a wall and sort of go, ow. No, 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 no. Ouch. 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 Uh, it's not great yeah yeah that's fair so it's just the, the things around michael jordan because i remember you know mm. watching this two-hour movie and checking the runtime yeah. of the original space jam and going yeah I, I thought that was what what it was and how this yeah. should be and you got this the story around him of going into baseball and sucking at it and and yeah it, it all sort of which is a thing that happened right yes and, and, and so it's yes um, i think so yeah so there's a self-deprecating quality there and it really, it didn't, yeah, and it doesn't fun. take, and I remembered, and I think I was just hoping that I remember this correctly, that it didn't take yeah. uh, 45 minutes to get to the point where they're actually, <laughs> like, all there is a team. It no. was just, it's it's in, you're, you're concentrating on yeah. the basketball, <laughs> and, uh, well, not concentrate. you're not on yeah. the fundamentals, but it's a basketball yeah. space No, the actual movie. fun and yeah. games of, yeah, the fun and games of having cartoon characters and Michael Jordan interact with each other. It gets there much quicker and commits to yeah. it. It Because this movie really didn't feel like it gave, gave that much of a shit about but it. Anything. Like, when I try to think, when I try to think of the actual game mm. that they played and the stuff that they did, first of all, I barely saw any of it because I was scanning the background to see if I could spot Tony Soprano <laughs> or, you know, yeah. anyone else. Like So that's really distracting yeah. to have all of these properties on the sidelines. I barely looked yeah. at the focus action in the foreground. <sighs> And it just, I, I can't remember any of the stuff yeah. that they did. And no. it's just very annoying. So, oh, look, we're over time. We are, massively. Let's, let's quickfire. Quickfire. The opening montage of LeBron James being great did do a very good job of getting across the scale of uh, the NBA. Yeah. Huge crowds, you know, big, full of to the rafters, big noise, you know, heavy music. It, mm. You know, it felt like, it got it across. Well, I must say, I do prefer the very dramatic, overly dramatic 90s um, Space Jam credits that I did not remember happening oh, at the okay. beginning of Space Jam 96. It's ridiculous. It looks like an action movie. Oh, perfect. I love that. Um, yeah, I also had the, mon- the montage of LeBron because it just got across... Mm how fucking good he is at basketball. Yeah. And, and that was really exciting. Until they started yeah. animating it, it kind of hid the greatness. Um, yeah. Like, I genuinely could have just watched two hours of him dunking <laughs> and, and yeah. I'd have come away, like, sweating and shaking. Um, you should watch, you watch, you watch him play. I'm pretty sure that's exactly what him playing is. I could <laughs> literally watch that guy just play basketball. You totally, you totally could do that. And I'm not going to. But, oh, yeah, yeah. but if someone showed could. me a movie, someone made a movie about it and just it was just oh, clips shit, of it, yeah. I'd go, oh, yeah, I'll watch that. Okay. Cool. I like movies. <laughs> I enjoyed the man's dab joke. Please don't dab. Oh, what'd you just say? Did you just say, please dab, dab? No, I said please. Dab. Oh, it was a very awkward dab that he did. It was a dab yeah. dab. Oh yeah, the action wasn't that great, but I enjoyed the lead in. Mm. Mm. I, I appreciated the awkwardness of it. <laughs> when the, the two sons are um, playing uh, playing D-ball, or yep. no, real life B-ball, oh, um, yeah. they're, they're, they're saying... Dom is uh, complaining that their dad always sides with the uh, the older brother. Honestly, I just think you should rip the bandaid off and ask him. You just saying that because he says yes to everything you ask. That's because I'm nice. You're not that nice. I like that exchange. <laughs> that is quite good. Right, let's talk about uh, Don Cheadle's outfits. Oh, let's talk about Don, Don Cheadle. Let's talk about Don Cheadle. Um, he did commit to the role, and I, I appreciate that. Um, terrible role. Terrible, terrible role. Unclear motivation. Yeah. Just very yeah. unfunny. But he was here. He showed up for it. And mm. we've got a tie with circuits on it. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Very 90s okay. looking. Um, purple suit. Purple pimp suit that he used to mm-hmm. lure the Looney Tunes away in a spaceship. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I enjoyed, his, I enjoyed his uh, Steve Jobs cosplay as well. I thought he rocked okay. the, the turtleneck pretty good. That's good. I, I did write down originally that I liked um, Don Cheadle. He was giving it his all mm. um, in spite of everything, but he really did start to grate on me after a while. He's in it um, a lot. He's in it a lot more than I thought he would be. Danny DeVito voices the same role, essentially, yeah. in the original yeah. uh, Space Jam, and he has like maybe 20 lines if you added them all up. Yeah, he gets a lot of screen time in this, hey? Probably yeah. needed more Jesus. of the other things, like more of the basketball. Yeah. When LeBron is having a go at Dom... And explaining that he needs to be on the fundamentals and practicing basketball all the time. Mm, the yeah. older son is behind LeBron, um, like mimicking him. Oh, and, yeah. 
and and he goes, chill out. You know, I've got four corner vision. Four corner and, vision. Uh, is quite that was good, that yeah. was really cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's like a that's like Did something one of the that. basketball players in a Futurama would say. That's quite good. I was telling Nell about the the um, what's it, is it? Time keeps oh, yeah, time, time keeps, keeps on, on slipping. slipping. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, and that being in a parody of Space Jam, <laughs> better than Space. A Jam. very good episode of Futurama, and also a very good song that I think appeared in the soundtrack of the original Space Jam. So all's well, good. Go. All's good. Uh, yeah, don't touch the silver computer, man. Uh, LeBron James says when the sun goes to poke yeah. Don Cheadle and I like that I like the way he delivered it that yeah. was good when um, when we're looking at the CGI LeBron mm-hmm. one of the properties that Sarah Silverman and oh, yeah. man from Minari <laughs> uh, and yes, The what Walking the fuck? Dead and Burning get out of Stephen here Chung, Stephen Ewan Stephen Ewan that's it get out of here yeah get out get out everybody of here everybody get, get out, out of here this thing's on vision. fire run <laughs> and this cute guy's coming in like you again <laughs> moustache falls off and um yeah, one of the properties is Batman versus LeBron, and he freezes. He's Mister Freeze, I think, and he freezes Batman. Oh yeah, and then it zooms in on his face, and he's got a big old goofy grin, and oh, it yeah. was a really, really lovely, okay, well drawn <laughs> face. Excellent. He posed for six hours to get that scanned. When LeBron James was <laughs> they brass rubbed it first. <laughs> we're going, we're going old fashioned on this, old school, says Lucasfilm. So New old school. When um. When LeBron James is first thrown into Toonland and he lands, he gets up and he ha- his hair is upside down. He has to pull his hair so that his, the hair that's oh, on his yeah, head yeah. goes down to his beard and the hair on his beard goes up to his head. That was quite cute. I enjoyed that. That was pretty good. Very rare yeah. moment of um, actual physical comedy that felt like a Looney Tunes yes. bit. When his agent is laughing in the presentation, you know, really enjoying it, LeBron mm-hmm. looks miffed as. Yeah. And he just looks <laughs> yeah. at him like he's a fucking idiot clown. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to fire you so hard. <laughs> It's a really good face. Yeah. Like if if you saw it, you just stop laughing immediately and cry. <laughs> Not you specifically. Yeah. Just one. The, the royal. The, the you. royal you. Yeah. yeah. Um. I like the fact that Looney Tunes World looked like a starting level in a video game. Very hilly, very green, and just as they're taking mm. off in Marvin the Martian spaceship, it just felt very. That's another thing. Is none of the cartoons sounded quite right, and I know a lot of the voice artists no. are dead now. Yeah. Um, I think, or have no voice anymore. I think it, Bugs was voiced it, by Fry in the uh, first Space Jam. Yeah. He was, yeah. yeah. Billy West. I don't think in this one, though. No, I, I'd have been surprised. Yeah. It didn't sound like him, and it didn't sound good. No, it didn't sound good. How'd I do, coach? Bugs, that's the least loony thing you've ever done. You got that right. But taking care of the people you love is fundamental. Right, Doc? No, but but again, it's you, you have these characters and these voices established in your head, and when it changes, it's weird. Some guy called Jeff Bergman did it. That loser. <laughs> Wow, he's been voicing Bugs <sighs> the, the, Bunny for a while since Mel Blanc died. Yeah, the voicing was just different. It it wasn't necessarily bad. It was just yeah. not what um I knew from twenty twenty five years ago. Yeah. What what was bad was the um not necessarily the CGI of the the Looney Tunes that looks fairly good, mm. but just the the care that went into the design of other things. Oh I yeah. Particularly, yeah. really did did hate that the the little thing that played the referee. <laughs> yeah. It it looked like it was a Balamori level CGI invention, <laughs> and it was. Just made on a nothing budget from CBBS. It yeah. looked atrocious. Yeah. And having him beat, it looked like a fucking British Olympic mascot pool. <laughs> that rubbish. Whoa. All right. Excellent. Heavy words. So, <laughs> yeah. um, when, mm. when is it me? I don't know. Was, Was there a good thing in there? You're talking about how rubbish CG I, things looked and how terrible the I've said ref was. I've said good things in the past. You have. But that wasn't that. That wasn't, that wasn't one. Of them. one. I was just. No. So, um, yeah. okay, here's one. When um, Cheadle introduces himself to LeBron and his son, mm. Cheadle makes himself taller than LeBron. Yes. And, and I liked that. Mm. That's good. That was good. It looked really weird, Don, <laughs> tall Don Cheadle, but yeah. it's funny. I enjoyed the Art Deco stylings of Metropolis um, because they seem to go to the animated Superman adventures from the 90s when they go to Metropolis, mm. which is an interesting decision. Yeah. But everything has that very... Um, Batman the animated series as well kind of because I think they're even in his Batmobile the very brutal edges yeah, and the right. sort of swooping lines and a sense of drama mm. and direction that was very attractive as a style mm. Mm. cool very 1930s like that in, when LeBron is talking to Bugs Bunny uh, and he he's he's trying to explain why he needs him and Bugs Bunny I, I think just sort of hits the nail on the head with why he's needed. So you want me, a talking cartoon bunny, to play with you, an NBA superstar, in a high-stakes basketball game? Sounds awfully familiar. Who are you talking to? But yeah, that actually sums it up well. I okay. liked the, uh, the the deadpan of that. Okay. The, no, the dry the dryness of that. That's good. Yeah. 
Um, some uh, a joke that was um undoubtedly enhanced by having a sound bar plugged into the television with surround sound was um <laughs> was the fact that there was a bit where Daffy Duck no yes Daffy Duck says to um he's preparing to coach the other players on basketball mm. and he says to um Yosemite Sam Sam shoot the ball and at that point the sa- oh, the entire yeah. room is filled with the sound of gunfire Sam shoot the ball. Just relentless, yeah. ongoing, massive cannon-like <laughs> gunfire as Yosemite Sam literally shoots the ball with the guns he has, and just yeah. it was amusing that such an innocuous comment would bring about such carnage due to a misunderstanding. Um, and it further that was a real Looney Tunes moment. It was a Looney Tunes moment because it depended on the character to do, and it was very silly. And that was you yeah, know, yeah, that was good stuff. Eh, cool. Yeah. yeah, I really like that bit. Yeah, when. Yeah, uh, Don Cheadle is talking to Dom, the son, about mm. um, you know how talented he is and how he wants him on his side to help him create this ultimate basketball game that they mm. can play in. Yeah. Don Cheadle goes, yeah, I saw you in the meeting room through the camera and the printer and the fax machine and the thermostat. Oh, and yeah. um, his, his, his list of things <laughs> in, a, in a kind of... Yeah, they had a camera on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, this, is, this is completely normal. Uh, delivery was great. That is fun. It was. I, I wondered if that was going somewhere about, you know, and I, one of the positive reviews of this fucking thing did say, and it has something to say about t- constant tech surveillance. Does it? Yeah. Or does it have that to say? Does yeah. it have there is tech surveillance to say? Which, you know, in itself isn't isn't a bad thing. Sometimes you just you have a line about it and acknowledge it and it doesn't have to doesn't have to go in depth. It came up a couple of times and I thought it might be. There were a couple of lines towards it and I was like, okay, is this a theme? or? I, it, it feels very anyway. much like like mm. railing against it but at the same time i feel like this film was designed to be watched on phones indeed where we so, can look at you yes yeah, so, <laughs> so we can get in you uh something satisfying about when the sun becomes super powered mm. and he gets a ball and he does this like sort of super um quick bouncing mm. where he's dribbling it incredibly quickly there's something very satisfying about the noise It's like a boxer on one of those weird ball things yeah, that nice. prepares you for uh, punching the other guy in the head a lot. A lot. A, a, a f- awful fucking lot. An awful lot. Help him. He's going to die. So much. Um, there, there is actually another uh, sensorially pleasing moment of when Wile E. Coyote is like, sp- uh, not spliced, he, he like, shoots loads of clones, clones <laughs> of himself out of that ball machine. Oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah, then yeah. he goes through the basket and then he keeps falling on, on himself. All the copies of himself oh, keep yeah. falling on himself. And that's a very mm. nice sound. Excellent. Mm. Uh, they should have used it in the Super Burly Brawl. Should have Take used it every every minute of this film <laughs> and the Matrix Resurrections. Um, I like. I quite like the design of the Goon Squad. I like the fact they all had their special abilities. Mm-hmm. You know, one guy is like a fire and water hybrid dude. Yeah. And there's a spider lady with lots of different things, and like they all had some special abilities that kind of made them interesting. Mm. Um, and I quite like that. Yeah. I wanted to purchase all of the um, beverage cups with uh, each of the villains printed on. Too. I wanted to eat all the Happy Meals so I could get their very cheap toys. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> There's a moment when Lola go- says to LeBron, we'll get your son back, I promise. And they get real close. Mm. And I thought, oh, they're going to fuck? <laughs> oh! They're, they're just very close. They were like, it was, it was kiss coding. <laughs> it was very strange. It's what the fans demanded. All right, my last good thing. Okay. Is, um, this, it, oh, this is tricky. <laughs> I think that at some point, the soundtrack to this movie is mm. going to have more worth to audiences than the actual movie. Yeah. Because the original Space Jam, if you were to get that soundtrack and play it, it would just be an absolute blast of the 90s, right? New yeah. Year's. <laughs> and I feel <laughs> like, well, exactly. Um, and I feel like that's what this soundtrack's going to be for like 2020. You know, okay. I'm not plugged in enough to fucking uh, 2021 rather. I'm not mm. plugged in enough to know what popular music is, but it sounded a lot. This sounded a lot like it. Lovely. It sounded like the young people music, and it just, it was very positive, very upbeat, and that very bland, mm. inoffensive kind of, um, yeah. 
you know, family movie way, but it was very clearly quite contemporary. Yeah. Um, Hans Zimmer actually did some uncredited work on the soundtrack, which okay. is depressing. Uncredited. Uncredited. He, he was <laughs> the one... He was the one just laying down some some fucking hot bars. <laughs> well, absolutely. Off the top of the dome. Indeed. Um, so yeah, I, I think the soundtrack album might be a useful little artifact okay. of the late of the um, early twenty two thousands, which is okay. still what we're in. LeBron looked great in the Toon Squad kit. Yeah, uh, I, I loved it when Tweety Pie called him LeBron. Oh. And um, <laughs> LeBron looked pretty good as a pirate. He looked pretty briefly. good pirate. And. Made a pretty good pirate, and also I've got the the, the quick find out here. Wife, I think I, I liked the I liked the wife's performance until it got to the game when all that they had to do was um look shocked and uh, in slow motion. Yeah, because um, they had some really funny faces. Then. I found the wife a little broad, and that sort of standard. What should we get yeah. the woman to do in this um, wacky movie? Yes. Sort of. Um, you better not be messing around with those cartoons again. Yeah. It was a bit, not the character itself wasn't great, mm. um, but like Don Cheadle, she did what she could. She did what she could, and after all, isn't that really the only thing that we can all do together? Yeah, yeah. just because Warner Brothers didn't do any of that, yeah. doesn't mean that we can't. doesn't mean that you can't put in the, all the work that you can in order yeah. to make Space Jam 3 just that little bit better. What have you done for Space Jam 3 lately? Me specifically? Yeah. I just uh, watched Space Jam 2 and I've learned some valuable lessons, Paul. <laughs> That's really all we can hope for from Space Jam 2, is that it be a cautionary tale. Earn your intertextual references, folks, and do not yep. lean on them for any sort of Anything. emotional residency. <laughs> and uh, I yeah. think that's just about going to do it for us. So what did the OG team have to say about things? Probably a lot, oh. knowing them. Oh, probably a lot. Uh, uh, not to us, though. Oh. I'm, I'm going to just take this to mean that nobody nobody <laughs> has actually seen Space Jam and New Legacy. People I've spoken to haven't seen it. Well, uh, it did know, badly. Person. So, yeah. rightly so. <laughs> Reassuringly so. There's hope yet. It's, it's like with, um, was it Jack and Jill? Yeah. Um, oh, oh, one of them oh, flopped. Oh, uh, yeah. That was one of, uh, one of them. Nell's got a good yeah. thing. Okay. I just did it right now. Okay, Nell did a tweet, everyone. <laughs> this just in, from Nell. <laughs> Janelle says, Uh-oh. I really, really didn't like this marketing ad, but if I had to pull one <laughs> thing out of this pile of poo, it would be LeBron's dab attempt. Gave me a good chuckle. Oh, there, so there you, you go. go. Good stuff. There it's a go. very mighty dab. We can all get behind that. Oh. Listeners at home, Nell wanted to find a gift for it, but she couldn't, so she just demonstrated it for me there, and it was very good. <laughs> I, can t- I can tell you all that. You just have to picture in your mind. I can come to your house and tell you all about it. So, yeah, get ready for that to happen very soon. Mm. And yeah, that was. Thank you very much, OG Team and Now. Thanks, OG Team and Now. Oh, oh, OG Team and Now. I believe OG Team and Now. I'm a Jim and Now. Jim and Now. Jim and Now. Excellent. Let's talk about the one better thing. The one better thing. Kind of want to have Eddie. <laughs> this movie <laughs> yeah. made me feel like I'd been too harsh on Eddie. Because no matter what, I remember giving out to Eddie for being like, oh, it's just the most perfunctory characterization and sort of bland attempt at a sports movie. But that is an aspiration now, Yeah, <laughs> doing that. And it, it had some shame, moments that made me smile, and it evoked the sport, the passion, the, yeah. the sort of boldness of the sport. So yeah, I think you should all go watch Eddie. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. The the um, Space Jam is forty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah. and it's like you know it has has its moments. And then the review for this uh, this one twenty five percent is it doesn't have the zaniness of the original. So it's like, well, <laughs> yeah, at least that had something. Yeah, fucking hell. Yeah. I mean, the original Space Jam. It was like I, I think what they were. Oh god, I'm reopening the discussion part of this now. Yeah. Part of the thing of the original Space Jam was, isn't it silly we're doing this? Isn't it silly that we've got Looney Tunes and the NBA here? Isn't all of yeah. this kind of a big joke? And I feel like they wanted to do that a bit with this, but they pushed it too far. And mm. you can't have, isn't this movie de- devoid of content? Part of the joke. Yeah. No. Yeah. So you see why it went wrong. Yes. My my one better thing is uh, the Mitchells versus the Machines. <laughs> did you actually, did you, now I say this, did you, have you recommended this recently? I didn't you. Oh, well, look, the Mitchells versus <laughs> the Machines. I've seen it twice this year, so you should too. Or recommend it twice. Yeah. Or recommending it's, it's, your second viewing. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Different. So that's that's it. Thrice. You've been told three times, listeners. <laughs> and if you, haven't, if you haven't done it by now, then there's no help for you. There's, there's no help for you. Um, but Mitchell's versus Machines, it looks at family relationships too, and mm. and in a much more balanced and sympathetic and funny 
and intelligent and uh, emotional way. Mm. And and that's lovely. It's very well observed. Um, it's the best well observed uh, robot apocalypse movie yeah. there is. Oh, you could also watch Creed one and two if you want to see Michael B. Jordan do like really awesome shit with Ryan Coogler. Yeah, that's pretty great. I enjoyed do them that. both a lot. And they yeah. had intertextual references that were not annoying as shit. Yeah, that's nice. The original Rockies. Yeah. Nevertheless, hey everyone, let's all try and go out and make a new movie. Yeah. Amulet just hit cinemas. That's pretty new. Go watch that for a very thoroughly upsetting time. And then come back here to find out how you can... Well, after you've watched The One Better Thing. The One Better Thing. Find out how you can get involved with the pools. Yeah, go in, on. In a Lola Bunny style way. Sexually with massive boobs. Just in surprisingly the past. Inappropri- and inappropriately fuckable. That's what we're yeah. going for here. We have been going for inappropriately fuckable. And it's, <laughs> and it's worked to some extent. Listeners, listeners would the agree and then gone. disagree and then agree again. <laughs> and um, yeah, well, you know, we we do what we can, and we we do what we can on Twitter and Facebook at OGT Pod. And also, if you want to send us an email at Gmail and do what you can at OGTPod at Gmail dot com, <laughs> then you are well within your right. Don't abuse it because I've taken it away in the past, mm. and I'm prepared to do it again. Yeah, suspended. Yeah, if you want to do everything that you can, you can become a patron. Where for as little as a dollar a month, you get exclusive access. That's a that's that's this morning. Oh I've yeah, had a hood on for the last thirty minutes. I hate to say, um, but all of it this this morning. Oh my god. Uh, well, that's a depressing thought. But for as little as a dollar a month, you get exclusive access to content such as the um, Halloween twenty twenty two uncut and but Scream one review. Mm. Uh, Scream two will be coming out soon. Um, we have uh, what have we done recently? We we just got into the uh, the flipping bloody flipping bloody. <laughs> flipping bloody Texas Chainsaw Massacre trailer that's uh, coming yeah. out on Netflix at the end of the month and we will be reviewing that because we hate us and we hate you <laughs> in a very dominatrix style absolutely our new D&D uh, podcast Quest Fantastic is, is out and uh, mm. episode 3 is coming out in a couple of days so uh, get, get on it get on it because it's episode fun episode 3 you say that's isn't that usually the best episode of any podcast yes it is I'd say so so you gotta go you gotta go have a listen to that Mm-mm. quick I'm and remember the one good thing about Space Jam a new legacy is that I didn't, for all of the terrible stuff that's in there, I didn't actually see Tony Soprano, <laughs> because that would have been a shame.